You're listening to the Flying by the Seats of Our Pants podcast with Martin Johnston and Hugh Williams. Please be warned, this podcast contains a few spoilers about the plot of the Second World War and some very mild swears. I'm um, I'm all right. Tired, I would say. Yes. Do you, do you ever get an overwhelming tiredness where I, I was t- talking to three people at the same <laughs> time yesterday, right, in a group setting? I, I wasn't just having random No, it wasn't a bus stop. It was, no, it was a group conversation, and I knew the other people in there, but they kept having to... Um, to bring me back into the room, so to speak, <laughs> because I kept drifting off. <laughs> Did you ever have that? <laughs> could they s- see tight. it in your eyes? Did you actually literally they could see it lean in, on the wall? They or? could see it in my pencil. Which <laughs> I, I, I'll just r- sort of clarify that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a pencil in my hand. It's getting worse. It's, not, it's, it's not getting a, worse. You, got, you had your pencil I, in your hand, I had a pencil and it was a bit hand. droopy. Yeah, I was trying to make some notes. I was trying to make some notes, and uh, I just kept drifting off, and the pencil just kept... <laughs> Just resting on the paper without actually moving. The first thing we ever do in a podcast, and you're bringing it, <laughs> you're bringing it down to innuendo straight away. Yeah, I, so. I, I don't approve of that either. Setting the bar very low. Yes. So yes, you're very tired. I do very get that. Tired. Yeah, men of our age. Um, yes. You know, get very tired around the eyes. I don't know about you. Yeah, I that's where you feel it the most. Do you ever get the um, the spasm in the eyelid sort of thing? <laughs> yes, occasionally. I haven't had that for a while. No, that's something to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> something something for all to. of you, all of you to look forward to. Yes. And yeah. good to see you've got a baseball t-shirt on this evening. I have. Is that a Chicago I, Cubs? T-shirt? Chicago Cubs. But uh, I, I'm not a major fan of the Chicago Cubs. But no. I have been to see them play in Wrigley Field. And who's the player? Lovely you know? hedge. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely hedge. The best um, hedge in the baseball field? Yes. Or is it a common theme? Down. I mean, I've never been to a ballpark, so I don't know. I, I've been to two, and there wasn't a hedge in one of them. No, and one of them's Boston. One of them's uh, Fenway Park, yeah. yeah. But the, the player I've got on the back is uh, Juan Pierre. Not a big name. No. Not a big no. name. But uh, it was the one that they had in my size, and I was buying it in a hurry. There's an excellent, you still need to watch, did you say you watched a few It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia's Out of Order on Viceland? Did you say No, what, I didn't. Or you've been resisting that? I didn't want that. to commit to that. Excellent. Yeah. But there's an episode where um, Chase Utley, who's a, a player for the Philadelphia um, Phillies. Yes. Is it the Phillies? I, I think, think so. Team, uh, or are they the, uh, oh yes, the, the Phillies, isn't it? Because the Flyers is the uh, ice hockey team. Ice hockey, yeah. Um, he's called Chase Utley and... Um, they're playing in the World Series, which they won about year 2000, something like that. Oh, I don't know, before um, my time, that. And uh, one of the characters, has, is gonna, his plan is to run on the field. Yeah. Um, and so he's written a poem to give to his, his best, to his favourite player. And yeah. he put stickers on the bottom of it. Nice touch. Uh, yeah, it's nice touch. So that's one of my favourite moments. Anyway. Um, Have you ever written a poem especially for somebody else? Yes, I was very uh, into writing yes. poetry. I was, I was as well. You know, I was about 14, 15. I, I would say between the ages of 17 and 22. Unrequited love? No, just I, I was reading a lot of... Yeah. Stuff that seemed easy to write myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a go. I had a go. Yeah, I can I t- do that. I tell you what's a bit weird. Yeah. Finding those books uh, in your mid-30s up your mum and dad's loft. Yes, it and is. And then quickly throwing them in the bin. Yes, absolutely. 
Um, yeah, I, I wish I'd kept a couple. You do have that moment where you think, oh, you know, nostalgic. And then you just think, no, I'll just be embarrassed. Very embarrassed. If, I, if anybody embarrassing. sees that. I, when I first got to uni, there was a poetry magazine. Yes. So I contributed quite oh, a lot very good. to that. And very it was, good. They were, they were horrendous. Yeah. I tell you what, I, I am a bit disappointed though throughout though. I did have a folder full of comics that I'd drawn oh. um, when I was in sixth form. And you threw them out? Well, I, I don't think I deliberately threw them out. Oh. It, it's like I, I, I can't remember actually throwing them out. And I can't remember what I've done with my VHS copy of um, my skateboarding home videos. And I genuinely <laughs> regret that. <laughs> regret that. <laughs> you see some of the rubbish on the internet, some of the crap on the internet. Oh, yeah, it could have Don't, been my crap. Exactly. Could have yeah. been. It could have been flying. So, yeah. so did you, who, um, this is an intriguing uh, alleyway. Who um, who shot the video of you skating? Did you take oh, it in it turns? Just me and with my you? friends. Yeah. And, and it was the days before very small cameras. Yeah. Because it was, it was probably. It was a shoulder I, mounted. I'm going to say 1988, 89, maybe 90. So it was a big camera. You know, you know when you see um, like self-aware comedy shows and they they then go behind <laughs> the cameras and they see an actual cameraman yes with one of those huge cameras absolutely imagine going on a skateboard with one of them oh, that was yeah. that was it was very difficult to do a rail slide i was carrying a camera of that weight i'd be really impressive it was one of those cameras that you used to see like on grandstand like a man in a chair it was, it was, was like, like that like, it was like that basically i had a man in a chair man in a chair on my shoulder ken morse's camera yeah yeah like that and uh, was, were there any injuries? You know, could you really be making money? Oh, they, Serious top because, dollar? Because back in the day, when you were getting your, your VHS skateboard videos, hiring them from Rob Lally Cycles <laughs> in Brecon, right? When you, when you were getting them, there was always the blooper reel at the end, which everybody looked forward to. Yeah, absolutely. It'd probably but fast forward to. Well, those yeah. were the bits that were always slightly wonky, you know, where they, they'd just been watched a bit too many times. Tell me more about Rob Lally Cycles in Brecon. Well, right. It had a limited selection of skateboards, right? But also what you could do from there, which I sometimes did, was, um, was hire out a scoot tech. Do you remember what they were? Got no idea. Right. You know, nowadays people go round on those very small scooters. They do. Even, adults even, even adults. do it. Yeah. Do you know those sort of adults? Do you know what I refer to them as? <laughs> fools. Fools, yes. Fools. Anyway. Darn fools. When I was uh, in my mid-teenage years, right, from Rob Lally Cycles down Brecker Market, you could hire a scootech for an hour. Right. Um, they were like a bigger version of those scooters, but with... With you mean, slightly bigger wheels. You mean like a kid's scooter used to be? No, because it had like BMX tires on ah, them. Ah, right. Okay. And, and you could do jumps on them and stuff. Right. But no um, one could ever, no one in Brecon could ever afford one, so he was at to hire, hire, them, hire them. Hire them. So you hired that, and you hired, there were there were two skateboarding videos. If if anybody's listened to this who knows <laughs> anything about eighty skateboarding videos, they think, well, they're quite good. Those videos. Uh, Future Primitive, which was the third Pal Peralta video, which I must have hired. Well, I don't know, 17, 18 times. You wore the tape. Still my favourite Powell Peralta skateboarding video. A niche sort of category, mm-hmm. but that is my favourite. And um, there was a H-Treat one, which I can't remember the name of. But those two videos, those were what I hired out when you didn't have time to get on a Scootech. Who are those two brothers from Australia? The, oh, uh, that's a good film. That is a great film. That, that was on. Film. That was, I think it was on Viceland recently. And that, and I'd never seen it. I didn't know the story oh, of them the names. or anything. We're going to have to look it up. Look it up on your One of them claimed to, uh, to have invented the 720 before Tony Hawk. Yes. Well, on the film, they show it, don't they? Yes. 
Yes, but so he, had, the, he had issues, didn't he? Yes, they both drug, had issues. A lot yes. of drug issues. Yes, absolutely. And his brother um, died, didn't he? That is a major issue, isn't yes. it? Yes, <laughs> it is. That can, that can seriously that, affect, affect that your skateboarding. That puts, puts yeah. you right into the major drug issues now we, area. On our radio show, we often leave people hanging. We do. But we can't do that right now on the, on the podcast. So what am I going to put in the Google to find this? Um, uh, put in those two brothers who upset Tony Hawk by uh, doing the 720. See Australian skateboarders. Australian skateboarders. Two brothers. Drugs. One of you them's dead. Put that in. <laughs> Do you think that will work? Uh, yeah, well, I'll put in Australian skateboarders. Right. Yeah, what do you come it's come straight, straight up. Taz Pappas. Pappas, yes. Pappas, the Pappas yes. brothers. Um, but yeah, if you... Um, Taz and Ben Pappas, an absolutely tragic story. Yeah. Um, but really, we really interesting. Be making light of it. And I tell you what, one thing about um, skateboarding. Yeah. There's so much film of it. It's like, oh, it, I know. It's like the History Channel. You know, they, they can do so many programs about the Second World War because it's all free footage. Yeah. Um, and there was loads of people well, shooting the, you know, filming the Nazis all the time, it seems. No, they were very, I tell you what, though, there are very few surviving video clips of Nazis on skateboards. Yeah, there are. Very That's right, few. yeah. Very but, you, few. But, you, but the one that was in Rob Lally's video shop, you used to get out frequently, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was... Himmler uh, versus that was, Goebbels. That, that was the under-the-counter yeah. under yeah. <laughs> skateboarding. Mean, have you got any other Nazi skateboarding videos, that, Rob? <laughs> That's right. But yes, if you want to see... Um, but if you want to see a really great um, documentary about skateboarding, um, that's uh, emotional, got great skateboarding in it. It's a really good story. The one about the Pappas brothers. It's on YouTube, um, the full thing. There you, you go. You can watch it. Um, but we were also talking about how much footage there is of skateboarding. Well, Why is that? It's because people like me were wandering around <laughs> with <laughs> massive cameras filming everything they did. Yes, but um, but Brecon, you know, is a bit different to California and yeah, yeah. and all that. So how do you how did you obviously there's no love lost in that film about Pappas and between the Pappas brothers no, and Tony Hawk. How no. do you feel about Tony Hawk? Personally, he signed a pair of my pink uh, Converse All Stars when I went to see the Bones Brigade on tour in 1989 in uh, a Stadium in right. Swansea. So you've got warm, you, you warm, feel warm feelings. I wish I still had them, to be honest. Yeah, and um, and I do still own a, a Birdhouse Tony Hawk skateboard. Let me just make it clear: I'm I'm 43 years <laughs> old. <laughs> but I and think I, just about this time last year, you were talking about ollieing, were you not? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And um, we've spent. Um, the last couple of trips to the park, skate, I'm teaching the skateboarding manoeuvre, getting onto the skateboard and, and pushing pushing, and getting your feet on. Excellent. And, then just cru- and just cruising. Yeah, you got, you know, that's the way to start. It is you the know, way to start. You, know, yeah. you and I learned the hard way. Yeah. You know, I didn't yeah. get much further than the hard way, uh, <laughs> skateboarding-wise. But your sons, you know, they're doing it from the ground up. Exactly, which is the way to start. <laughs> In, uh, on Facebook, there was a picture of your old... Was it your oldest son? No, my what was, he, what was he dressed as? He was, he was dressed as Kai, a Ninjago warrior. Is that it's a Lego thing? a Lego thing? costume. Right, So excellent. not a bad costume, that, is it? Yeah, no, and it, it, it looked very wrestling. It was very good. It was very, very difficult to get that costume. Yeah. It was his birthday um, on... What day? Monday. Monday. What day is it today? <laughs> it's Tuesday. Yesterday. Yesterday was, was his birthday. birthday. Yesterday. Um, which has, but when you have kids, you have so many birthdays, don't you? <laughs> you so do. Many. I mean, you have two a year, for the, example. <laughs> the birthday was yesterday, but we've been having birthday things uh, right. for about two weeks. Okay, treats anyway, and things. We knew that this costume was something that he wanted, right? Um, because he kept saying, add it to the list. <laughs> add it to Excellent. the list. Right? <laughs> He's got a list. He lists hundreds of things on that list. Um, and 
what was difficult then was it was impossible to get online because I think they stopped making it. But we'd seen them in um, Toys R Us. <laughs> I like the way you just went a little bit conspiratorial yeah. there with your tone. Yeah, like, see, we've seen them in Toys R Us, but yeah. we couldn't find the right size, <sighs> right? Not on Toys R Us website. Looked on online. I could get one on eBay, right? New. How many sizes were there? They're not three. Cost- three <laughs> sizes. We needed the smallest one. Um, on eBay, found one about twenty-five quid, hundred and forty-one pound postage. <laughs> what? Where was, it, where was it coming from? Space. Twice. It was. Coming from, <laughs> I don't know where it was coming from. Right. So I thought, I'm not doing that. Not doing that. That's that is madness. Absolutely. Right? But then madness. I drove drove into Stockport. Toys R Us. Had a, had a size small left, didn't I? Had it. <laughs> Thirty quid. Bang. Just imagine if you'd have been. You did. Did you? Be, I, mean, I, I suppose you never even considered. I didn't consider quid. it because that would be madness. That would have been madness. Absolute madness. Absolute craziness. Um, so we we started talking about um, films and documentaries and stuff. There. Yes. What have you seen on the television recently that's been any good? Have, that's caught your attention. Have you watched Twin Peaks? I've ne- I haven't seen any of this series. Right. I. On the on the the wireless show that we do, yes, um, I did a few weeks ago. You did mention refer to episode it. three, which was which was complete the cr- craziest ever until episode eight, which <laughs> I watched this week. Oh my word! It just it's absolutely absurd. This is one of the reasons why I don't want to watch the new series because I know there'll be moments in it that is just it's, craziness it's, for the sake of it. Oh, it's 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 beyond. It's it's. Be- the second series of Twin Peaks, right, mm-hmm. was a bit ridiculous. I enjoyed it, a bit ridiculous. This one, completely off the wall. Yeah, in a way, it's quite commendable. If no one else is doing things for the sake of just being crazy. There, there was like a, a, about 40 minutes of a silent uh, black and white thing, a slow motion atomic bomb eruption. These, all these random people, they never explained who they are. Oh, it's, it was it was absolutely mad. So was it annoying or was it just kind of... Because, you know, there is that theory, and I can, I can never remember who said it, but I'd rather be, you know, I'd rather not understand what's going on for, for five minutes than be bored for, you know, two seconds. Um, how, do you, how does that fit theory fit into to your watching of Twin Peaks episode eight? The, there's a lot of people online who thought, oh, it was magnificent. It's the, the finest television they've ever watched, <laughs> right? Those people have never watched antiques road trip <laughs> yeah, absolutely because to, for me i would prefer to watch antiques road trip over series eight antiques road show or road, road trip. trip road trip oh, celebrity yeah. one even better yeah. the, the, i saw a few clips online uh, the where a woman was falling out with a man because he he criticized her on um, antiques road trip yeah. or twin peaks on antiques road trip oh, right yeah and and yeah they he criticized what she it was Catherine Southerton, Southerton is it? Oh, Something? I don't know the names. I oh, don't yeah. get that close. Yeah, exactly. Antiques but Roadshow, there's a programme for you. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever been on? Uh, no. No. <laughs> I no. love it. It's absolute, and it was really, it was done really well by Vic and Bob, of course. I used to hate Amen. it. I used to hate it when it was on on a Sunday night. It's nice, had... very soothing though, isn't it? Well, nowadays <laughs> I find it a bit more entertaining. But it, when, when, you're, when you're a... Sort of twelve, thirteen year old boy, and you've got songs of praise and antiques road mm, trip, road, yeah. road show. Yeah, I mean, what, um, what an end to the weekend! That absolutely, is. and it was just a you knew that that moment. Oh, you gone. might as well have just gone straight to school. Yeah, as soon as you heard the yeah, music yeah. for get songs your, of praise, get your satchel. Yeah, <laughs> get yeah. your sarnies ready. Get so. your ice pops out of the freezer. Um, In, but, did you ever take a packed lunch to school? 
Uh, I did before I went to boarding school. Yes. Oh, boarding school. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't imagine that. No. You, in board in boarding school, you wouldn't have had to spit on your chicken nuggets, would you? That's what you did. <laughs> to make had, sure no one else had them. Yeah, because it, you had your two hands on your tray. Yeah. Uh, then people could just come up and nick your chicken nuggets. Yeah, you see. Clever. So you had to spit on them as soon as they, as soon as it was put on your tray. Mm. You had to like properly spit on your on your chicken nuggets. Can I ask you why that wouldn't have happened in boarding school? Because we still had trays and chicken nuggets. Yeah, but when you uh, yeah no you wouldn't have you've had to have volivants and stuff. <laughs> yeah, swan blood omelets. A swan omelet and uh, a stout volivant. <laughs> yes, that's that's right. Well, but the, the same applies. You know, you had to spit on your stout volivants yeah. to make sure that well, uh, yeah. Ponsonby Smythe from the uh, upper fourth didn't. Uh, Tell his de- tell his servants to come over and nick them off you. Did they uh, did they ever serve up beaver in a frequently? Yeah, usually on a Friday. Because yeah. I, I have actually eaten beaver <laughs> in. Uh, I'm going to guess what it <laughs> tastes like. <laughs> Stringy <laughs> chicken. <laughs> no, it didn't. No, it didn't. In uh, in the southern part of Chile, in, yeah. the, in their Patagonian bit, um, there's a beaver problem, right? Too many, of them. <laughs> and it's too, too stringy. That's too, the problem. Too many of them. <laughs> This beaver had been cooked uh, hours, hours, slow cooked for hours, and um, it still didn't fall off the bone or melt in the mouth. <laughs> you, you could basically floss with it. So, so instead of hunting them like we would, in, you know, in a sensible way to yeah. reinforce the class structure. Well, I think they hunted you know. them. They didn't just invite them into a pot. <laughs> no, I know, but I think there's a difference between hunting. When you say hunting, you know, they're just some kind of snare. Yeah. And, uh, you know. I don't know. How do you catch a beaver? This is a punchline there. But, no, I know um, there is, but but yeah, you I wouldn't recommend it. But but they, they eat um, in the same area of the world. They eat guinea pigs, of course, don't they? Because they keep Peru, them under the house. Peru, a big fan of P- Peru. Yeah, I, I in a in a restaurant in Peru. I did I, on the last night I was there. I thought oh, I'm going to have to have one, and um, they sold out. I think we just end, end the podcast right there. That's, that's the best that, story. That was, uh, yeah, that was it. That's my blasted memory of Peru. Not eating. I thought you were going to say because they because they keep them under the house and they oh, they just like put house. their hand down and fish them up. I thought you were going to say it was like the lobsters where you could choose well, no, the you one can. you were going to have in some restaurants. You, you see, that'd be a better you story. You can see them running. Around. I didn't do that. I just ordered in a restaurant. Didn't have one. End. End off. But End off. Are, so I had the beaver instead. There are Peruvian restaurants where you can pick out the ones running around like lobsters. They're like you can see. Oh, I'll have that one in the wheel. <laughs> I'll have that. I'll have that one that's in the see-through ball running around the running around the restaurant. <laughs> so, um, but you wouldn't want that one, would you? You wouldn't want that. There wouldn't be a lot of meat on there. Yeah, they'd be stringy as well. They'd be stringy. Yeah, you want the fat one sat yeah. in the corner that's not moved exactly. for a while. Exactly. Although you know, that could have been you know. It's hard to tell. Could be dead. Yeah, they don't really do much. Their their main kind of fight or flight, they don't do either. Their main kind of defensive weapon is to sit there doing nothing. What? Guinea pigs? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. We used know. to have three of them. Yeah. And yeah, so you open... The, the way they would try and, you know, fool you into not picking them up would just be to sit still and do nothing and not a, even run away. A friend of mine, um, I, I shared a house with when I lived in... Um, when I lived in Rotherham, right, when I first moved there. And um, he he started going out with this girl who decided that they'd buy a chinchilla, <laughs> right? Have you ever seen a... Have you ever... Do you know anybody who's ever owned a chinchilla? I don't know anyone who's owned them. I've seen them in Pets R Us. Well, yeah, right? Yeah, so there, they're fine, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, But in absolutely. your own house, yeah. right? Nocturnal, aren't Not they? Not so much fun. Oh, are Nocturnal, they? Nocturnal, right? right? You never see them. You never see them. <laughs> but what you do, you, you you go upstairs and then you can 
as you're lying in bed, you can hear him scampering about downstairs, sort of scratching. Sort of scratching. You sneak down the stairs, open the door, you can't see him. Did your friend not uh, uh, ever hear of the concept of a cage? He had him in a cage, of course. He wasn't just living in the living room. <laughs> well, you, that's what you made it sound like. No, he's, he's in a cage in the living room. Right, right? but you couldn't see them. No, because so they, they, they just they sleep all day, and then and then they've caught, they're very very fast on their feet. Yeah. So by the time you open the door to try and yeah. sneak a look at them, yeah. nah, gone. They're, they're, see him. I, like, I have, but they're pretending to be asleep. I lived there for about six months, never saw it, never saw it. In six months, I just heard it. I knew it was there. And to be fair, in Rotherham, you know, to to, to see a chinchilla probably would have been quite oh, a lot yeah. of entertainment. Oh no, they used to know. bring local kids round. <laughs> <laughs> they used to stand around the window. Never saw it. Six months, just waiting, just just listening for the scratching. Yeah. Come on, lads, one of these nights. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, why don't we go to our regular feature? Or our new we, feature. Our new feature. See if we can make this um, a, a regular feature. Right, okay. People I've nearly killed. Oh, yes. <laughs> People I've nearly killed. Right. I think you, you've got two, or maybe we'll save one. It Sorry. depends how the first one goes. Um, maybe we'll save the other one for next week. I don't sport know. Related. Sport, sport related. Sport related. Yeah. Like people I've nearly killed in sport. In sport. We yeah. should have a catchy theme tune, shall we? Yeah. We'll. Uh, yeah. We'll insert that here. Yes. Here. Bang. Um, anyway, people I've nearly killed. Um, I'm not sure which one to pick now because I did discuss two with you earlier. I will. I will give you. The one about a woman in a, in a gym. I nearly killed. Right. Okay. Right. Have you ever been to Hull? I, I have been to Hull. It's right. a very sprawling place. It is. Yeah. So sprawling that the rugby club I was playing for at the time is is a bit outside Hull, right? I've only ever been into Hull once. I played for them for a season, right? And um, Hullionians. Hullionians. I did play for them, but as uh, as quite often with me, <sighs> bit of a twinge. <laughs> bit of a twinge slightest on, thing on, you turn up you turn up the train and think oh it looks hard <laughs> bit of a twinge go and see the physio right sat, sat in there in the physio having a bit of a bit of a, a rub down and uh, they said oh don't don't bother training tonight just go in the gym right the gym there is open to um, paying members as well and um, it's only just it only just opened this is quite a long time ago and uh, Mid nineties. So Mid-90s. anyone in Hull back in the day with ten pounds could join this they gym. They could join. They could join it. And um, so I went in there, right? And I'd been used to training in a gym um, over the summer, which on a, on a Smith machine. Do you know what that is? I've got no idea. So it, it's basically where you, you you can do your bench press, your shoulder press, and but the bar Various is sort presses. of controlled, right? And you can take the weights off and just add different weights on. So free weights, right? Oh, that's where this all went wrong. See, <laughs> um, <sighs> there, there was a woman. There were more than one woman, women, woman. <laughs> there was a woman on um, a step machine, right? Okay, I know Which what one of them is. All the rage, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the rage, mid nineties, right? Yeah. So she was there, headphones in, right? Um, carrying on with her stepping, climbing, and um, I thought, oh. I've just got a bench press here because that's what you did back in the day, innit? Didn't, mm. didn't know how to do that many exercises. Uh, there was none of this modern stuff. No, so it was, no um, circuits and. So what I thought, I looked, I looked at the, um, I looked at the amount of weight on the bench press, and I thought, I'm, I'm not, not, not a very strong person. That's too much for me. 
too much. Did you do some kind of calculation or did you in the just head, look at the I size at it, I of the weights, which I would I have thought, done? I thought, that's big. Yeah. That's big. And I looked at the numbers on the side of them, which is always a clue. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's too heavy for me, yeah. too heavy. So what I did, right, I thought I'd reduce the weight as any sensible man would, right? So I took the... Um, I took the weights. The heaviest ones. The heaviest ones. I took them off um, the bar, right? Um, from the side furthest from the woman who was on the stepper on the machine next to the bench press, right? Sounds like a sensible move. But what I did, I took all the weights off one side. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just retract what I just said? I took all the weights off the one side, right? And she never heard it come in. <laughs> she never heard it come in. The, they must have been. It must have been very loud. She had headphones in. <laughs> oh, headphones there you in. go. <laughs> the only time she noticed was when the barbell flew past her face. <laughs> it it went up. If it had hit her, it would have killed her outright with the speed it was going. Because there must have been, there must have been eighty, eighty kilograms on the <laughs> other side of it, and the the bar's twenty k just shot up in the air. <laughs> She's. Have you ever seen a woman fall off a stepper? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. No. Oh, she was angry. I bet she was angry. She was angry. What? What did you possibly? And thing is, I was the only. Say to I was the only player in there. There was just like <laughs> other people. I had, the, I had like the full kit on. Like, I, there was no hiding place. No hiding place. And I, I almost killed her. Almost <laughs> killed her. So that's this week's. This week, Next people week, I've nearly killed. Nearly killed. But I, in I, sport, in sport, but there, there's also other gym disasters. Oh, there's so. more. So we've got a whole strand just of gym disasters. Gym not, disasters. not where people have yeah. been killed, but Maybe where where I let's been have humiliated. a character called Jim Disasters. Jim Disasters. We'll have yeah. that. We'll yeah. have Maybe that. you could do that in a voice. Jim Disasters. Jim, Jim Disasters. Jim's Jim's Disasters. It's time for Jim's Disasters. Let's do that. So yeah, let's, let's do, that. do that. Yeah. But yeah. You, what about Jim? What voice is Jim going to have? He's picking a bit like this. <laughs> there you go. Nice that. We've got Jim Disasters. Yeah, yeah. So next week, Jim Disasters. Because no, I like that. Because that's, uh, that's probably better than people I've nearly killed. Because I haven't killed that many people. Oh, I haven't nearly killed that many people. Maybe people I've nearly killed could just go into Jim Disasters, Jim disasters. every week. Yeah. yeah. Jim could pop up. You know, it's he like could. a little podcast of its own. Yeah. So, any... Anything else you've been watching? Anything else caught your attention on the television or the... Because you don't do the Netflix, do you? No, I don't have the Netflix. Uh, it's not very funny, but there's a, uh, a brilliant thing on Netflix called The Keepers at the moment. Which yeah. is Never about the murder of a... No it's not about uh, the rivalry between Ray Clements and, and uh, Peter Shilton for the right. England jersey in, yes. in the uh, 70s and 80s. It's about uh, the murder of a nun and uh, right. paedophiles in Baltimore. So well, that uh, sounds so, a good family so, fun. Yeah, yeah, so uh, get involved in that, yes. uh, kids. Um, but yeah, anything else? Anything else I've uh, been watching? Television. Count Arthur Strong. Yes, liking it. Uh, excellent. So, Jackie didn't like the soup over. I quite like the I, soup over. My favourite one over. was this week by yeah. a mile, where yeah. I, when he was trying to save Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was very good, but that he did that he did that Benedict Cumberbatch thing in the live show. Ah, uh, right. Did so I tell you when I don't see him live at the Stockwell Plaza? And there was fighting. And there was fighting in the crowd. Oh, why were they and fighting? he had to walk off stage. Why were they fighting? <laughs> I don't know. It was like it's like one of those things where you sit in the theatre and like there's like a commotion over at the side. Right. You know, and usually Lloyd Cole, was it? <laughs> well hey. See what I've done. And um it's just that you so you kinda of look over and then, you know, it settles down. 
and there was some kind of seating issue or people eating loudly or drinking or something. Yeah. And it spilled over into a man being thrown out. But his wife insisted on going to the front of the stage and talking up to Count Arthur on the stage. Was it part of the act? <laughs> so everyone's thinking, is it part of the act? Yeah. And then he just said, I can't be doing with this and walked off. Yeah. And, then, and then two people at the, at the bar got into a Barney as well at half time. Right. It was a very strange evening. Yeah. That's and not also, what I expect, isn't it? not that good live. No. Saw him live a couple of years ago, much better. But, yeah. But yeah, so anyway, I'd seen the Cumberbatch thing, but that was very good. Yeah. Very good. I liked it um, the, a couple of weeks ago when he was, I think it was during the soup over when he was going, a woman must be wooed and all that. I thought that was yeah. very, very good. Yeah. So, but yeah, one of, probably one of the best. Uh, comedy things on the not tel- much, not much left of it though, is there? there? There is, I think, one episode. Yeah. In actual fact, disappointing. Um, I like the one in the previous series when he uh, was flying. Of course, oh, I've not know. seen. I've not seen series two. Uh, haven't you? I'm not, right. I'm not sure why. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to find. BBC things are hard to find. You can't find them on YouTube and things no, like that, can you? No. So it's all sorts uh, of copyright things. It's it's damned annoying. It's darn annoying. Yeah. So I, t- I tell you what was a bit weird last week was. Um, Going to see Radiohead. Oh yes, you did, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. So, have you ever seen a solo cellist play to play in a stadium? Not during a Radiohead gig. I haven't. They were opening. They, right. Okay. Where he was. Right. I think it was a he. I was a long way away. Okay. Um. Yeah. A bit strange that. But there was a commotion in the crowd there because uh. there was uh, the protest over them playing in Israel. Right. Okay. It was a small commotion. I was expecting right. more. Oh, right, oh okay. here's a really annoying thing that happened to me that night. <laughs> hey, really annoying. We have some genuine content. Strap yourselves in. <laughs> really take annoying. Take a drink. Yeah. Really <laughs> if you'd like to st- pause the podcast now and get whatever you need. What I, what something I really annoying happened. Really annoying, right? I, I, got, I got free tickets, which was excellent. That's not annoying, right? No, that's very unannoying. Very good. Because they're, they're very expensive. £75. And some of them were 90 Cheapers. Right, I... It was driving past Old Trafford, right? I knew where I was going, sort of. And I, I was just looking for somewhere to park. And I saw this place, bloke in the yellow jacket. I thought, I'll pull in here. Pulled in. He said, have you booked online, mate? I was like, no. He said, I'll be 20 quid then. I, I was like, 20 quid? I'm not paying that. So I came back out, drove on a bit further. I saw um, a burger van and a bit of waste ground. And then I saw another man. In a yellow jacket, I thought he must be must be kosher. He's got a yellow jacket on. He said, uh, "I said, I shouted across the traffic to him, how much? Ten quid. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for that. I drive all in. day long. As soon as I paid my ten pound, I paid the ten pound. I said to him, park anywhere, mate. He said, uh, just just follow follow the bloke in there, right? Another bloke in a yellow jacket. Thought must be kosher. Must be, must be official, right? When I drive in, two blokes in yellow jackets. You know, if you'd had three, then on, that's, on a bit yeah. of waste ground, yeah. uh, with with four foot grass on How it. How much of right? more official can you get? So I pull in. There's a row of cars parked up against the hedge, right? And then I'm in the second row. He he, he mo- starts the second row about six meters back from the other row. So I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be tight getting out after, right? Went to the gig. Fear in the worst, <laughs> right? <laughs> As the on course on, I'm you're thinking about it all I, through the gig. Weren't no, you? I, I'm not. I'm not stupid here. <laughs> all on, through the cellist on, on the encore, right? I've realised they're playing three songs in the second encore. They do. So I said to the person I was with, I said uh, during the encore we'll start shifting our way back here to uh, towards the gate and watch the last song from there, right? 
sensible. Yeah, absolutely. Thought through. Get out. When I'm outside, the road is closed. I thought, perfect. I'm parked further on than this. I can just sail out of here. Get back. Burger vans there. No signs of people in yellow coats, are there? Because apart from that gap of six metres between my row and the next, they have completely filled the space with cars. <laughs> bumper to bumper, right? <laughs> <laughs> hundreds of cars like it was like it was like a, a jigsaw puzzle right so you couldn't nobody could get out apart um, from the person, person nearest to the, the very gate front right <laughs> and then and then it had to be in a specific order because they just parted them at random <laughs> angles couldn't move couldn't move it, it was an hour and 10 minutes before i even bothered to start my car <laughs> it was ridiculous. You must have been furious by the time oh, you got home. I was home. furious. I was furious. And was the gig good enough? Very to, good. Yeah. It was very, yeah. very good. I've never seen them before. Oh, right, okay. And, uh, yeah, they, they are were, absolutely stunning live. They were excellent. Yeah. yeah. But the um, the Palestinian protest, it yeah. was a bit of a damp squib. Yeah. But there was somebody, like, running through the crowd. It wasn't a very crowded bit. They were running <laughs> through... With with a flag, and there was a lot of police stood around them, but right, it was very limited protest. Yeah. Damp squid, one yeah. of my favourite malapropisms. Yes, very good. Yeah, yeah, very people, good. people, uh, you know, uh, will, this, will the squid ever be anything because, else? Because a friend of mine, um, I'm going to name him just in case he listens, Dylan Williams, right? Mm-hmm. He made the mistake once of calling it a, not a scapegoat, an escape goat. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. That is That's really good. good. An now, escape goat. Can you imagine? <laughs> now, we've used up two there, but again, I think from now on, let's have a malapropism of the week. Yes, yeah, let's do that. Because, yeah, I have, a, I, have an, a, I have a few noted down from over right, the good, years. Good, If I can find the relevant notebook. Find a notebook, yeah. I've got one coming head in my head right now, but I'm going to save it. Right, save it. Because at the moment, we are just flying by the seat of our pants. We are, because this is the first one of these beautiful podcasts. But I think yes. we're starting to get towards some structure. Nah. Yeah. Um, I'm against structure. Another thing that I wanted to do was look at terrible books. Terrible um, books. Now, I have an okay. excellent terrible book. It was prompted by uh, my son's birthday last week, and uh, we used to have a thing where we found each other the worst card you could find on Funky Pigeon. Right. So um, we're both not lovers of golf, so we, there was a lot of golf-themed right. cards for a <laughs> <Yeah>. while. <laughs> yeah. But I found one in the... Um, in the uh, bargain bit of Waterstones this week called Dogs of Rock. It's basically, right. a, basically a picture book, and it doesn't seem to be aimed at kids, but it was where a bunch of Jack Russells form a band. Right, okay. uh, It was absolutely excellent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he got that as one of his birthday presents. And, uh, <laughs> but the funny thing was, it was in the bargain bit, but the sticker had fallen off. So obviously, <laughs> I like the woman was like, she, oh, she couldn't find the price of it, and I knew it would be about fifty p. Yeah. And obviously, even though it's for my own son's birthday, I was <laughs> I was waiting around for it to, to be thirty. Yeah, <laughs> to find out if it could possibly go any lower. But the uh, terrible book, sports book of the week. Have you ever heard of? Um, do a do a terrible sports book of the week um, jingle for me. Terrible sports book of the week. Do 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 do. So, have you ever heard of the book, Gosh, It's Tosh? No. This is as, is it John as brilliant Tosh? As, yes. Right? As brilliant as it sounds. This is something very close to my heart when I was about 10, yeah. being a Liverpool supporter. So, it's a book of poetry oh. written by John Tosh. Oh, brilliant. It is sensational, honestly. Have you uh, got, guess have who you got the, any there? Guess who the foreword is by? 
Kevin Keegan. Yes. <laughs> Superb. So I'll give when, you... When did he write this? So uh, let me see. There's an article here that I found, because I, if, if I only asked it, I had the book. In 1976... Yeah, um, and as the Liverpool Echo calls him, the uh, the Reds' very own poet laureate John Toshak decided to push, publish his own anthology of uh, poems. Um, is is there an example of a poem? <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> so, okay, recalling a European Nations Cup clash with Yugoslavia at Ninian Park. So this is writing about what, playing for Wales, yeah, not even Liverpool. Okay, the Yugoslavs were a skillful side, but we had to salvage some of our pride. An early goal we badly needed, but what we got was a shock indeed. <laughs> a bad decision that really hurt. A penalty kick the Slavs convert. <laughs> the second half was really confused, but the Welsh supporters weren't amused. Glockner ch- chalked off two of my goals. The crowd poured on. God bless their souls. A five-minute break and the orders are restored, but in spite of all, we still haven't scored. That, tell you what, how, how good is that? It is a proper poem, though, in that it rhymes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, what I'd like to see now is, have you got any more examples of, it's got one star in a... In a <laughs> yeah, Goodreads, it's one out of five, isn't it? One, yeah. yeah. What I'd like, is, have you got another example of a poem there that you could find? Yes. Right, the, the set, I, what the I can then is from read Gossip's it out Tosh. in a Welsh accent. Okay, all right. So would you, so there is... Um, so if you start there, you, go, you take the computer and you start that uh, second paragraph down. It's another. It's about Wales playing England. So not not uh, no. Here we go. So yeah, there's that. Th- Wales come out in brand new kit. Yes. Oh, okay. That is a poem. It's not written as a poem. There. No, it's not. It's, it's look, not. It's written as a piece of prose. Yes. So you can so, you can do that bit and then you can do the bit about the Liverpool match that's underneath. He's like a he's like a a beat poet here. <laughs> right. <laughs> This isn't John Toshak's Welsh accent because that wouldn't be that funny. No, right. so he's I, from Swansea, I, I believe. Is he? Is that I right? think so. Yeah. Um, so I will do it in a generic Welsh accent. And this, um, just That's explain, racist, just give it con- Welsh. Just give it context. What what is he written this poem for? It says there. Oh, on it's yeah. it's um, it's about a centenary match between Wales and England. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Wales come out in a brand new kit. <laughs> How's that? How's that? <laughs> How's that? It's like Richard Burton. <laughs> it's like uh, Under Milk Wood yeah, by John yeah. Toshak. <laughs> Next week, let's do that. Yes. I'll bring in Under Milk Wood and I'll do it in John Toshak. Let's do that another regular feature. John Toshak <laughs> reads just... famous poetry. Oh, yes. Yeah, there you go. Or, or prose even. Yes. But go on. Right. <laughs> let's do some of the Toshes. We could do both. I will do, do it. Do a bit of him and a bit of something famous every right, week. Right, okay. So, Hang on. I got try on. to be less Burton. But, you know, it's up to you. Right, I'm, I'm just going to go with it. Hang on. Right, I'm going to compose myself. Wales come out in a brand new kit, but I don't play because I'm not fit. <laughs> England win the game 2-1. <laughs> now all their players joke and fun. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all you get. That's Unless all this is part of the poem. <laughs> But his recollections of Liverpool's European endeavours in 1976 are what Reds fans will relate more closely. Go on, do that bit. Recalling the 1973, this isn't the poem, 1973 UEFA Cup final against Borussia Mönchengladbach. I'm going to try and say Borussia Mönchengladbach in a Welsh accent, see what it's like. Borussia Mönchengladbach. That's not bad. When Bill Shankly pulled a tactical masterstroke by recalling Tosh at 24 hours after the original tie had been abandoned. Yeah, they weren't. They didn't see that coming. No. Our hero wrote, 
Then just by chance it really pours. 22 players are on all fours. What <laughs> the hell are you doing, John? <laughs> the referee says, that's enough. Will Liverpool call the German bluff? Three years later, John, Toshak was integral to another. <laughs> hey, they're not lengthy poems, are they? No, they've only chosen excerpts. They were, they were full poems, believe me. Ah. There is plenty more where that came from. But I think John... We're coming in to land and speak, my legs are feeling very weak. <laughs> <laughs> John Toshak has just cemented his place in this uh, podcast. Ah, yes. Yes, absolutely. I, so, I reckon John Toshak reads Under Milk Wood would be good. Oh, yeah. But I definitely. can't do a John Toshak accent. No, well, maybe if you listen to some recordings, or maybe, or you could do it as Burton, maybe. I, I've got a Dylan Thomas. John Toshak album. as Richard Burton does Under Milk Wood. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. Yeah. That could be it. Something like that. Um, yeah, so that was truly excellent. Gosh, it's Tosh. I commend that to you as, as uh, I'll put that on the list as one of the worst books ever written. Yeah, no, it does sound, sound like it. I, I'm reading Signifying Rappers. Which is a is that a novel? No, it's uh, it was written in the late eighties by David Foster Wallace. No, he is. Uh, no, name rings a bell, but he's, I don't know. He's dead. Okay, um, he's a he, dead writer. He wrote uh, Infinite Jest, which I read yes, last yes, summer, yes. and uh, having started it about ten years ago, okay. and gave up. But I, I I gave it a good go last summer and read it. Um, it's so it's him and somebody called Mark Costello. It's got one review on Amazon, three stars. It says that something like it's two very clever people. Uh, who know a little bit about rap. Um, so that sums it up, really. It's uh, it's not much better than that. But um, there is a lot of stuff on there. There we go. I found it now. This is a very wordy book. This is the review from Amazon. This is a very wordy <laughs> book written by a couple of late 20-year-olds who possess great knowledge of the English language and, hip- and of hip-hop. Does that sound attractive to you? Um, That's Nicholas Pivak. He's the uh, Pivik. Basically, that just says what the book is. Yeah. You know, that's not a review, is it, by, um, by anyone's standards? No, it's interesting because it's uh, got a lot of stuff about things like Public Enemy, NWA, that sort of stuff. Uh, so if you're, if you're into your hard rap at the time, Ice T, Ice Cube, back in the day when they weren't actors. All the Ices. If you're into that, yeah, Vanilla Ice. He <laughs> wasn't hard rap, was he? Vanilla Ice. He was probably the opposite of hard rap. Yeah, soft rap. Hard rap. Soft rap. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's um, it's it's an average book, three stars. If you'd like to read it, if you've got any interest in hip hop, you could read it. I have, but there is a much uh, a much better series of um, oh the the comic books. Yeah, Ed Pisco's hip hip hop family tree. Have what? you got any of them? No, they're but I, absolutely I, I superb. I have seen them. Yeah, they're, no, they're absolutely superb in every way, and I commend them to you fully. I have read Can't Stop, Won't Stop, which is uh, like a history of hip hop, which is. Which is very good. Yes, well, this is like that, but with pictures and funny pictures yeah. and really well-drawn pictures. There's no, and there's no pictures in Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Oh, that's terrible. Um, and on that note, uh, I think that's probably a good place to finish. Are we finishing? Yeah. There that's, we go. So we, we've rambled there for have, quite some time. We have rambled, but we've come close to a structure and we've got a few uh, few fixed points that we can come back to Yes. in the future. It's been a, a, an absolute uh, joy and yes. I look forward to, to seeing you again next week. Indeed. Thank you.